From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 471, for the week of July 19th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday, I take a look at the Wyndham Anaheim Garden Grove Hotel and we relive our experiences on July 17th, 2015. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But right now it's time for this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey there, hi there, ho there. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. And I hope, I trust everyone had a great weekend. You did. Spent it at Disneyland, at least yes, half of a it. Lot of the, yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, it was so, so much fun. It was. This, this weekend, or the, on Friday, it was the 60th birthday of Disneyland, and there was a great representation of Dizzers mm-hmm. there, which was awesome, and it was great to meet you all. Even though it was a last-minute last minute Diz meet, we still had probably, what, 15 or 20 people there, Mary Jo? It, we, about that. It was I, fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was it, Luella was kind enough to take a picture, so... Yeah, but but it was before Michael and Carol got there, so sorry about that, guys. Oh, that's okay. When you know, we had to see, we had to see the Princess Fantasy Fair play because our <laughs> granddaughter wanted to see it, and unfortunately, the Fast Pass came up at five for five to twelve. Uh, great. Yeah. All right, so it was a great time, and we are going to, like I said, we're going to do a separate show and talk all about the events of that particular day. The you know, what, what went on, our experiences, and, and everything like that. So that's going to be on a separate show. But there are a couple of things that premiered um, that day that are continuing on. One is that Looking for Mickey quest that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, you got to, to experience that. Was that worth – people want to know, was it worth the money? You know, it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> that's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. First of all, you know, you when you, you at Disneyland, it was like, what eighteen ninety five nineteen yeah, yeah, yeah. it's twenty dollars, and you you get the at both Disneyland and California Adventure you get a little pamphlet, okay. and you know and then it has all these questions like at the Disneyland one the first question is yikes I think I sprung a leak into a Toontown fountain near Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin where can you find this Mickey and it's all about hidden Mickey's and then okay. they give you three choices you go over there and then when you um you know it's like one of those scratch and sniff kind of things you, <laughs> if if when you scratch if you Don't scratch sniff. off the correct answer um a little Mickey head icon appears and if it's the wrong answer then there is no icon well at the you lose Dis- you lose yeah. at the disneyland one there's 20 questions and it takes you all over the park and at the california adventure one there's 10 questions and the thing is the hidden mickeys i the, it was a stretch to call a lot of these things hidden Mickeys. And we'd, we'd go into, you know, the area and where they're looking and the cast members would come up and say, we've seen people with these things all day. What are you doing? And then we'd, we'd read them the little question and explain it to them. And they would show us all the official hidden Mickeys that they, they knew about. Uh-huh. But almost all of these were hidden Mickeys that were not in any of the guidebooks. Or anything like that, because I think they didn't want you looking it up. Uh, which meant some of these really weren't hidden Mickeys. They, they were like three circular shapes in the vicinity of each other, but not <laughs> the classic, you know, a large s- circle with two smaller circles touching, you know, the larger circle. So, um, some of them were really challenging. So it was a lot of fun. So what you get when you got uh, for both DCA and Disneyland, you, for your money, you'd get your map and then you get this lanyard. And it's the same lanyard in both parks where it says it's a lanyard and it has, you know, July 17th, 2015 on it, 60th anniversary logo. And then you have a li- there's a little tag on it. Well, good size tag, like the size of a baseball card. Okay. That the size says, of like the photo pass. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it says it has a 60th anniversary logo, as and they both say Disneyland Resort. And it says I'm on a quest. We didn't bother to wear those. And then for the Disneyland one, you take it to the Disneyana shop when you're done. And then what they give you is they don't even look to see if you've got right. them all right or not. And then you get for in Disneyland, you got a medal, and it's a good size one, uh, a medal. Um, Disney anniversary sort of, uh, I don't know, like a, a giant charm that you could put on your lanyard. Oh, and cool. it, okay. and the Disneyland one is actually really well detailed. It has the castle with, you know, the starburst and, you know, and stars and hidden Mickeys and um, Tinkerbell flying over it and all that. And it says 60th anniversary Disneyland. And at the, at what you get at, um, at California Adventure, you have to turn it in at Elias and Sons in the toy shop. Okay. And, okay. and then you get, and theirs is cheaper. This is only like $12. And I think the reason for that is it's half the questions, but it still took us a couple of hours to do it. And because they have you, you're, they're dragging you all over that part. Yeah, yeah. So read the questions first because the order of the questions isn't necessarily the, um, order of, Right. That you would want to go in so that you're not walking, you know, crossing paths double and all that. And theirs is more like of a rubbery PVC style. It's the Mickey um, icon. And then it says 60th anniversary Disneyland Resort. Um, It has in his ears, it has July 17th, 1955. And then Mickey's poking up over it, waving his hand in his little um, diamond anniversary outfit. And it's all blues, the different blues of the anniversary. And then the 60s and gold. And um, and it's cute. So and it says I completed the quest and all that. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's worth it if. If you're somebody that goes to the parks all the time, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're an annual pass holder, you go a lot, and you just want something different to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. You free lanyard. Yeah, you get a lanyard and you get a couple of things to clip to it. And it's not one per it. person, it's, it's one per map, right? Correct. Okay. And so, um, and, and then what you can do is you use lanyard and all those, you know, 60th anniversary pins you've <laughs> over the yes. years, you um, put them all on your lanyard. So I think it was worth it. It was a lot okay, of fun. Cool. It was something different. Cool. I have a question and, mm-hmm. about it. Um, did it seem that they had slapped any of these hidden Mickeys for the quest or had they been there? They've been there. Okay. And, cool. um, yeah. And, and like I said, some of them are a real stretch. I mean, they'll say things like they'll call it a sideways hidden Mickey because, you know, it's not quite a hidden Mickey. But huh. they're just saying, oh, well, look, there's a little circle there. There's a little circle <laughs> there. There's a little circle there. Oh, it's sideways. So, uh, you know, it, it, so that's the way it is. Um, now, I've heard that a cast member told me that it looks like they're going to have a different quest in the fall. And this might be something they oh. do semi-regularly uh-huh. if it ends up being popular. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Want to take this time to say hello to our friends in Mixlu who are listening live to the show. Um, remember, you can listen live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and chat with everyone who is listening. So it's very cool. Um, we appreciate y'all chiming in during the podcast and keeping us keeping us on track. Uh, anything else? Uh, we, had, we had talked about that the Disneyland Band was the new reboot of the Disneyland Band. I don't know if any of us got to see that uh, this weekend. I saw one of because you know they they're now broken up into smaller okay. groups. I saw one of them because I recognized a couple of the band members. Okay. Members, so and this, these are the ones that got demoted. Yeah, I guess reassigned. Sorry, reassigned. Reass- them reassigned, yes. and they were great. They were very lively, and um, they had they didn't have the Disneyland band uniforms. They had okay. some very colorful sort of Main Street style mm-hmm. band uniforms, and there were maybe about five or six band members in there. They were really good. And they were playing in the town hub, and there's again, we were there's talking- a group that plays in Frontierland too, isn't there? A new band. Because we heard be. a band in we we saw a band in Frontierland as we were canoeing by, hmm, and they were brightly dressed. 
Well, we so, met, we met a cast member who, when we were in, and we'll talk about the pins in the July 17th show, but we were in line for pins and we happened to be with a cast member that, um, let's just say had something to do with the organization of the music in the park. And she said that as a result of this, this change, the Disneyland ban, it's actually better for park guests because there's going to be even more music throughout the resort as a result of this change. Okay. Well, then maybe what we saw in Frontierland, which I thought was kind of unusual, mm-hmm. and it was good. I mean, we enjoyed the music as we as we rushed by on our canoe. <laughs> but All right. Uh, let's talk other housekeeping. I, we need to give a shout-out, and we missed this last week, to Martha from Montebello, California, who put together a Give Kids a World fundraising event oh, yeah. uh, during the month of, uh, month of June at her work. And she raised $500 at her, at her place of business. Wow. Her company matched the donation. So Martha is sending a check for $1,000 to Give Kids a World along with some donations from Give Kids a World wish list. So thank Very you, Martha. Cool. And congratulations to you. That's uh, I think that's great. wonderful that's what, that yeah, she that did is. that. That's awesome. Yeah, um, thank you. I have, I have one other email from a listener, but I'm going to save that one if we have time. Any other housekeeping? I have a quick anecdote, and then Ooh, anecdotes. I like it, anecdotes. It's um, not as good as not as much as I like anecdotes, but <laughs> no, this one was this one. This tickled me. It was um, Denise's daughter Teresa from Arizona. Uh-huh. Yeah. When we were there on the 17th, she came marching up to me, and she had this paper out with questions about Disneyland because. She knows, she knows quite a bit about Disneyland, yeah, but there were a few items. So she had a question about the Haunted Mansion, uh, America the Beautiful. But anyway, I thought it was pretty cool that she's always looking for something new at Disneyland mm-hmm. and that she had her questions written down for me. I never saw her the rest of the time, but I did see her <laughs> for yeah, that one you, time. Teresa, we missed you at the meet. Yeah, we did. But uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool that she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I wanted to bring up was um, Michael and Carol. So I'm, I'm bringing you out for this, Michael. Um, <laughs> they they spent a week at Disneyland um, doing some really cool things. And besides the Hidden Mickey quest, they also collected the Diamond 60s pennies. And so I wanted to ask Michael how that went. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I'll, I'll probably talk about it next week's show because I haven't had time to figure out how much it cost. Because I want to let people know if you're going to do this, this is the price. We this got every... It is. We got every 60th anniversary penny. Press oh, good penny. for you. And, um, cause we were going, we wanted to do it because, um, on a future trip, we're going to, um, get our granddaughter into collecting these because we think she'd like that. So, um, anyway, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. We, we had a good time. Again, that's something fun to do if you're a regular and, you know, you just want to do something different. Right. Um, they do have pamphlets now. Yeah. I love how where- they, I was going to say, I love how they incorporate both the new ones as well as the old machines and the pamphlets. Right. And you can get those. They don't have them readily available. You have to ask for them. We got ours at uh, the Emporium. But any place where they have a pressed penny machine, they'll have the pamphlets. But like I said, you have to ask for them. They keep them behind the counter. Yeah. Excellent. Um, want to follow up on something we had talked about r- before and it was kind of rumor and we're talking about, uh, 21 Royal Street. Uh, and, uh, looks like Club 33 members have finally got confirmation of this. One of our, our, uh, colleagues over at Mice Chat posted this on her Facebook page and it's a letter to address to Club 33 members that said the following. The Disneyland Resort's Diamond Celebration is an exciting time for all of us here at Club 33, and we know that you, our members, are proud to be part of this historic occasion. In commemoration of the 60th anniversary of the Disneyland Resort, we are proud to introduce 21 Royal Street at Disneyland Dream Suite, a new private dining experience that will open on Thursday, September 3rd, 2015. So, that's all we have now, but we, I mean, we... And that's that's that was the rumor was it's going to be a it's going to be a new dining location so there's confirmation of that. My understanding was that that was going to be open to other people besides the Club Thirty Three members, right. yeah, but Club Thirty Three gets precedence. So, right. yeah. Um, any other housekeeping? Mm, 
got a couple. Okay. Um, let's see. First off, um, a big shout out to the Grand Californian for now including in their toiletries the <laughs> H2O after sun cooling gel. Oh, nice. Okay. So for those of you who was burn like a freak there. like me, um, it was very, very um, nice to see that in the room. And they will give you extras very easily if you ask nicely. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that a while now. They've been, and they it's, give you the mint uh, foot yes. lotion, too, or whatever Oh, my gosh, how nice. Yeah. I, I was very impressed by that, because it, it's been a long time since we've been able to actually get into the Grand for staying over. About a year, I'd say. And, and so, yeah, very exciting to see that. Um, number two, there were tons of uh, the 60th anniversary dated pins. Mm-hmm. left over all over the park today. Um, I saw them in multiple locations, as well as dated shirts. The light blue dated shirts and the navy blue dated shirts are still all over the park. Um, also, I had one other. <laughs> oh, um, the Cozy Cones oh. have the pulled pork and coleslaw cone now. Hmm. They have a pull along with the bacon, macaroni, and cheese one. They also have a pulled pork and slaw. Wait, the slaw is mixed with the pork in the it's, cone. It's like you know how they put the pork. They put a little bit of slaw down in the bottom of the cone. Then they put all the pork meat in, and then they top it with a little bit of slaw and a dill pickle spear. So it's kind of like just just Italian ice, where they put the ice cream down at the bottom. The Italian. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, it was. <laughs> It was really, really good. It was, it's like your favorite pulled pork sandwich. I was trying to give you a segue there, Michael. Mm. I know. <laughs> we finally went to Joe's Italian Ice. It is everything everybody has said it is. It is fantastic. We, um, we got the, uh, what do they call it? Joe's Latte. Yeah. And, uh, which it sounds gross. Italian ice mixed in with their uh, Italian soft serve. Yeah. With the, yeah and custard. That custard. Rice cream, yeah. It is incredible. It yeah. is so, Good. Carol got uh, the Ita- root beer Italian ice with the vanilla custard, and she liked it. She said it was good. And then I got the lemon ice with the vanilla custard. That was fantastic because it was a hot day, and uh, it, that's great. And we just got regulars, and we were full. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how that fills you up. We also went to the pizza press. Oh, yeah. And that was very good. And you know, you know, one pizza ten dollars can easily feed two people, right? Of of average of appetite. Average. I'm above average. <laughs> yeah, and um, well, see, we also got the um, garlic, uh, oh, okay, whatever they yeah, called it, the garlic yeah. one too. Uh, I went down to Joe's at like nine o'clock at night or something like that, and it was still busy. Oh yeah, we drove. But we left at about nine thirty this morning to drive home. We went by there, and it, there was a line of people. Nine thirty yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I, I I came in from I, I walked down down from the hotel I was staying at, and I came in from the south, and so the the um, harbor side, and there's two windows on the harbor side, and what I didn't know was there are like five windows on the other side, so I kind of just stand behind the people that are there on the harbor side and waiting my turn. And gentleman comes out and says, um, sir, the lines around the corner. Oh God. So around the corner is a stanchion with, you know, with the actual line that was, you know, 12 people long. Yeah. You know, of course, if you come from that side, you don't see it. So, so then I had to wait. Of course, then like two people in front of me weren't ready to order. So I got to jump in front. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. We drove by the Great Wolf Lodge also. Uh-huh. There's a lot of construction going on, and it does look like they are building around the water park now. Okay. Some of it, some of the tubes and things look like they're on the exterior, mm-hmm. but that then, but they go in and out of now a building. Okay. So, um, and it seems to be coming along nicely. Yeah. Hey, Trina in the chat room, is it okay if I read a little bit of your uh, email? All right. Anybody else have housekeeping? Wow, it's so quiet. Okay, Trina, I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Trina wrote me about the Wonderground Gallery. She says sure. Oh. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, they're annual pass holders, even though they live out of state. 
and recently they were at the parks for a few hours before leaving for a beach trip, and they hit the Wonderground, and they decided to buy their youngest daughter, the Roundup Gang, how do you say, Glissé, or... G-Clay. G-Clay, yeah, yeah. I reversed it, by Noah. Um, they had never purchased any art from the, this gallery, um, and they were spending... Although they were spent a few hundred dollars on this piece, the cast was extremely unprofessional in the handling of the painting. Hmm. Um, she understands the difference between that. Um, a G clay isn't yeah, a real right. piece, but their hands were all over it, rubbing the canvas front, trying not to drop it. Wrap, try it as they wrapped the bubble wrap around it. Almost comical, if not frightening. Um, she, she says the artist would be horrified to to see this. Uh, happened to their piece. So when they got home and they you know, they had it shipped, uh, they they used their cell phone and they videotaped opening the box just to make mm-hmm. sure that it was um, that there wasn't any damage. Fortunately, it wasn't. But she's just kind of surprised at you know because this is this is I mean it's not like they went to someplace that didn't specialize in art. This is the art store, yeah. right? And for them not to know how to handle. A, a costly piece, a piece of art, is kind of surprising. So, um, I, I'm just wondering if anybody else has had experiences with that, like like that at Wonderland Underground Gallery. If you have, email us uh, dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com and let us know your experiences. Um, again, that's our email. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, if you want links to anything we talk about on the show, you can find that at disunplugged.com. I've got nothing else for housekeeping. Anybody else have anything? Okay. Let's move on to a quick news story. Tony? So the happiest place on Earth became the creepiest huh. place on Earth. Oh. What? Yeah. Disneyland employee accused of trying to sell admission tickets in exchange for sex with underage girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So authorities... Well, he wasn't really going for the underage girl. That just kind of happened. Either way. Oh, that makes... Oh, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not better. It's just... Yeah. So authorities were searching for other possible victims of a Disneyland employee charged with attempting to trade tickets to Disneyland for sex with a minor. Derek, Michael, and C. Siso, 27, of Adelanto, was charged with felony, attempted lewd act on a child, contacting a child with the intent to commit a specified sex crime, and meeting a minor with the intent to engage in lewd contact, according to the Orange County District Attorney's Office. He faces up to four... Oh, wow, that seems kind of surprising, but only four years in prison. I added the only myself. Uh, And Cesar was working as a dishwasher at the Disneyland Resort at the time of the alleged crime, spokeswoman Susie Brown said, and was immediately relieved of his duties. He's accused of posting a Craigslist ad on July 1st, seeking women... So, the yeah. um, Didn't say younger women, but women willing to engage in this is a, man, this is the hardest story I've ever had to read. Um, women seeking to engage in acts in exchange for tickets to Disneyland parks. Specific acts, you guys can guess. Um, and Sisa began communicating with an undercover Huntington Beach police officer posing as a 14-year-old girl interested in tickets. Prosecutor said he had arranged to meet the girl near Beach Boulevard in Huntington Beach to give her the tickets in exchange for the specified acts. He was arrested after he showed up with condoms and Disneyland tickets, authorities said. And Deputy District DA said Inciso was posting ads under the personal section of Orange County Craigslist when he was caught during a routine monitoring for online child predators. He's being held in lieu of $100,000 bail. So there – I'm glad they fired him immediately. Yes. Also glad he didn't work with the public. Yeah. So, okay, that's it. That's the news. <laughs> that's all that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, well, I mean, there was obviously, I heard there was somebody celebrated a birthday, but um, that, you guys can discuss that later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Tony. Let's move on. Get out of that quickly. Let's talk about rapid fires. Let's start with Mary Jo. Well, I've got a new one um, okay. over at the PC at uh, Paradise Pier Hotel. PCH Grill has come up with a new dinner. It's called Yay. the New Beach. I know, finally, right? It's called the New Beachside Bonfire Dinner Buffet, and it's the theme is basically off of all of the coastal restaurants from San Diego on up north past San Francisco. So it's 
Um, it's inspired by these restaurants, which I think is pretty cool. So there's a carving station with dry rubs, smoked tri-tip beef and baby back ribs. Or they have a seafood saute station with shrimp alfredo with cavatappi pasta. Cavatelli. Say that again? Cavatelli. Oh, they have it spelled cavatappi. Oh, okay. then it's cavatappi. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's blue. It's, it it's blue. They have it spelled red. Oh, then it's red. <laughs> and, and Nancy and I went there, and so we're both going to hold back as best we can not to give our impressions until Tony reviews the restaurant. Which had so, happened this soon. So. Which will, yes. Well, soon, yes. So. Well, we always kind of wait and let them let them settle in for a couple weeks before well, we get They're only getting a week to settle in. Kind of. Just Decide what kind of pasta they're really yeah, serving. Yes. It was curly noodles, and it was curly noodles. Wait, wait, yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> they have little neck clams served with chorizo and potatoes, so it's cooked in the broth with roasted garlic or cross crostini. There mm-hmm. is wood-fired pizzas um, of different kinds, as well as make-your-own for the kids. A yep. mini taco station with beer-battered sustainable fish or veggie tacos. There's spice rub pork shoulder and sides, um, like roasted potato salad. Yep. Quiet Nancy. Heirloom tomato mozzarella I, was just salad. A, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm confirming. Just, mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Before I, I said know. the heirloom tomato mozzarella salad because she definitely has an opinion about that one. Deviled eggs and build your own salad bar. Hey, did you I guys eat a lot of seafood, I hope? Because I don't like seafood. We'll, we'll tell you when you review it. No, I can we just ask you, did you eat a lot of seafood? We ate the seafood. Good, we tried good, thank between you. Uh, the both of us. Okay, we tried everything. If you let Nancy that cork out of Nancy, Tony, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm no, just saying okay, between all. No, of us, sh- I just asked yes or no. This that is like yes. hey, come on. This is like a if if I know you're guilty and I'm your lawyer, just answer <laughs> yes or no. I don't want any other information. No, she, There's also answered, some cool desserts too, right, Mary Jo? She she answered you. There's some very and, pretty desserts. Yeah. Okay. I I, I hear you, Tom. Okay. And the kid favorites are mac and cheese bar. Um, they also have lobster mac and cheese, fried chicken, seasonal veggies, whole roasted salmon, smashed potatoes, cheeseburger sliders, and mini hot dogs. And then for dessert, they have a s'mores bar, build your own strawberry shortcake, fancy ice cream cones filled with vanilla bean, passion fruit, and strawberry mousse. And there's a brioche fresh fruit pizza made in their wood-burning oven. Seasonal berry crisp and milk chocolate caramel tart that has sea salt and bacon brittle on top. And they have this creamy halpia pudding with layers of coconut and mango. I, we thought it was passion fruit, but it's mango. Um, we definitely have an opinion. Oh, they also have um, their drinks are sip a party wave lemonade. And they have a peach and orange tea or watermelon lemonade over there. And the cost for this is twenty seven ninety nine. Or thirteen lemonade, or thirteen ninety nine for ages three to nine. What's that, Nancy? There was watermelon lemonade. Nobody told us about watermelon lemonade. I don't think we gave her a chance. It's only fourteen dollars for a kid. That seems reasonable. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, really. That's why we went. Yeah, wow. (laughs) And um, except then they charge something for a full price. Just to finish it off, hours are five thirty to nine p.m. And between Nancy's family and me, we I think we tried every single thing on their menu. Yeah. Well, Tony, the nice thing is you don't have to waste time oh. even talking about what I, they're offering. Yeah, exactly. I know. You could just say, I went there, sat down, I ate it. It was good. Yes, exactly. This could be All the right. shortest review. Okay, can we, okay <laughs> can we just record what you just said? And I can just say, hi, I'm Tony. <laughs> this is my review. You speak it and I'm done. Can I well, just... it might change because you said they're settling in and it might change. But they're only getting a week to settle in. I'm just letting you know. Well. This is going to happen soon. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mary Jo and team. Um, I, will, I will go next. Rapid fire is more fun when they're shared. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's right. Darn it. All right. Uh, we finally, finally, finally have an announcement about Mickey's Halloween party and Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, and I figured it would come like on... July 17th, while everybody is in uh, the park, but it didn't, so we were oh, able to get... I thought, I thought they were going to announce it two weeks after D23X. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Halloween time starts September 11th and goes through November 1st of 2015. So, uh, nothing, nothing's changing. Uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday, uh, Ghost Galaxy, we hear from, through people asking questions on the blog, on the Disney Parks blog, that the Hatbox Ghost will remain 
when Haunted Mansion Holiday takes over, so you, you'll still get to see the Hatbox Ghost. Uh, Mickey's Halloween Party begins September 25th, and it takes place 17 nights, a new record between then and uh, October 31st. The dates are September 25th, 28th, and 30th, October 2nd, 5th, 7th, 9th, 12th, 14th, 16th, 19th, uh, 22nd, 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th, and of course Halloween night. Tickets start at, um, let's see, day of event prices for those of you who wait till then are $77 for every night except the last two, which are $84. Um, advanced ticket prices for some nights are $69. Other nights are not discounted. Uh, and then advanced purchase price for, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nights. Okay, you can get discounts for annual pass holders, uh, Disney Visa card members, and DVC members uh, for eight of the nights at $63. So the lowest possible price is $63. Um, and then, of course, the 29th and 31st are not discounted at all. Those are $84. Uh, of course, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays of the, the party start at 6 o'clock and go to 11 p.m. Fridays and Saturdays, 7 p.m. to uh, 12 midnight. Of course, you can get in three hours early. Uh, big news is that they will be playing this year Paint the Night during Mickey's Halloween party. So, Oh, that's interesting. Get, yeah, no cavalcade. No cavalcade this year. You get Halloween screams and you get Paint the Night. I'm not sure if it'll be running twice or not, but at least you'll get uh, Paint the Night if you only choose to go to Mickey's Halloween party. Um, so you won't you won't get Disneyland Forever. You'll get the Halloween screams fireworks, but you will get Paint the Night. So uh, tickets go on sale for annual pass holders this Wednesday, uh, the 22nd, July 22nd. Sorry, that's pass holders uh, rewards Visa card. And Vacation Club members, DVC members. Tickets go on sale a week later to the general public, which is July 29th. So I'm glad they finally announced that. Mm-hmm. Because people on the boards were like, when, 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 when. Poor Sherry was was stressing about this. So I was going to send a link to her and I thought, am I crazy? She already Sherry has a knows. link, yeah, I'm she's, sure. She's, 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 she's hitting F5, 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 F5. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Dusty in the chat room mentioned, of course, that tickets include parking for one vehicle, so you can get you get free park, you get parking included in the cost of your ticket. So that that's a good thing. Of that's course, a bargain. We'll, we'll see a lot of these nights sell out. Um, of course, Halloween will will probably sell out. Uh, one night that will, will probably sell out um, early is October second. Uh, that's. One, uh, I don't know if that's the first Friday, but that's a Friday, and that's Gay Days weekend. And that one always sells out very quickly. So if you're out there on the first week in October and you want to go to the party, you're gonna want to get your tickets early. Um, sounds like it's gonna be a great time, especially since you get the the parade with the fewer people in the park. All right, um, Michael. Well, it seems like we've just been lurching from one Disney event to another. We've had the the 24-hour event in May. We just had a, the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. And now we're all careening towards the D23 Expo. Yay. And one, one of the highlights of the Expo is the Disney Legends Ceremony. Uh-huh. And this this started... For folks who don't know, this started 28 years ago when the Disney Legend program, when they first honored Fred McMurray, who we all fondly remember as being the the put-upon father in the shaggy dog and the absent-minded professor and the happiest millionaire. And this is normally a private ev- event where they honor uh, you know, noteworthy people in, in the history of the Disney company and, and in all of its, um, you know, various divisions. But during expo year, the public can go see it. And this is something that is always the highlight 
of of the, the expo. So they did announce this past week who the who the legends are going to be for 2015 that we will get to see at the um, legends ceremony. It's going to be hosted by CEO Bob Iger on Friday, August 24th, and there will also be um, some special musical performances. Um, just to run quickly through the list, it's George Budenheimer. He was the executive chairman of ESPN. And what's interesting about him is he's one of those people that, you know, started in the company's mailroom. And, you know, after 33 years, he was the president of the network. And so, so a really interesting story. Someone that I have seen many times at the Walt Disney Family Museum, Andreas Deja. He is probably one of the greatest animators of the, the modern era of Disney. He's known for a lot of the villains. He's animated some of our favorite villains like Gaston, um, Jafar, Scar, and also some of our greatest heroes like Hercules, uh, Lilo, um, King Triton, um, Mama Odie, and Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. And so he's going to be honored. Uh, uh, one of the Disney artists, it's one of my favorite, Ivan Earl. If you have seen Sleeping Beauty, oh. those back, those gorgeous backgrounds in Sleeping Beauty, you know, with the square trees and all of that, mm-hmm. he, that, that's his most famous work. He also worked on the background art for Peter Pan and he won an Academy Award for Toot Whistle, Plunk, and Boom in 1954. And his um, art is still widely reproduced. He was also very famous in the artistic world for his non-Disney work as well. Uh, someone we all know, we just were talking about um, some, something we're going to hear in, in, at the Halloween party, Danny Elfman who wrote the songs and score for The Nightmare Before Christmas. He was also the singing voice of Jack Skellington, which I think a lot of people don't know. Um, he was he scored a lot of Disney films, especially a lot of modern ones like Alice in Wonderland, Avengers Age of Ultron, um, Good Will Hunting, things like that, Frank and Weenie. So also for some of your favorite TV shows like Desperate Housewives and, um, and also for... Uh, uh, several attractions like Mystic Manor at Hong Kong Disneyland and, of course, our Haunted Mansion Holiday. Uh, some fellow you might have heard of, George <laughs> Lucas. Um, of course, he's most famous Was this their first Star opportunity or, or the second opportunity to honor George Lucas? I, I think I think once they went in a partnership with him, they could have honored him, but yeah. now that they own him... but because his first project with disney was captain eo that's true and then and then he did star tours he he helped collaborate on indiana jones adventure and at disneyland and the indiana jones stunt spectacular at disney hollywood studios also the indiana jones adventure at disneyland paris and tokyo disney sea so he's had done a lot of work with disney um the soap opera fans, all my children, Susan Lucci's finally getting an award. <laughs> Although they'll probably take it away from yeah, her. How many times has she been nominated for a Disney? Oh, yeah. my, my wife could tell you. So, um, you know, how many times she was nominated and I think, did she finally get it? Yeah, she got it eventually. Yeah, I think yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, Tony knows. You have not big into the, the <laughs> soap operas. Is this one of your shows? One of your stories? You guys don't listen. No, you, yeah. You, it was one of well, my shows. Well, I mean, I do a whole soap favorite. opera podcast I've never told you guys about. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll have to tune in. Yeah. I love Susan Lucci. Soapin' with Tony. Um, <laughs> well, a lot of people would like to tune into Soapin' with Tony, if you know what I mean. Anyways, oh, there goes our rating. Um, yep, Julie Reem Casaletto. You might remember when uh, when they did the, when they did the um, Disneyland television show, the um, 10th anniversary one, where they were taking a Disneyland ambassador. Walt was taking her through and showing her the model of the new Plaza Inn and what they were working on for the Haunted Mansion and things like that. Well, that was Julie. She was Disneyland's first ambassador. In 1965, and um, th- because Walt realized now that that he needed somebody to represent um, Disneyland a- around the country and around the world, and so Julie was handpicked to do that. And every ambassador that's been selected since then is patterned after the you know the standard that Julie set. 
um, Carson Van Osten. He basically has brought Disney characters through life in all kinds of media. Um, he's overseen a lot of creative content for motion picture tie-ins and advertising, Disney publications. Um, a, he's also responsible for a lot of Disney's licensing style guides for their consumer products. He also, um, designed the logos for Mickey Mouse's 50th and 60th birthdays and also Walt Disney Studios logo and um, water tower design and the, and the Disneyland Hotel um, logo in Paris. So uh, this is definitely something worth seeing. Admission to the ceremony will be anybody that, you know, has a ticket to the expo, but it's first come, first served. And... Um, Anyway, so they are also going to have, uh, you know, there's always past legends there in attendance. So um, something definitely worth seeing. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy. Okay. Well, let's move away from Disney for a change. Um, and up to everybody's favorite studio tour, Second Warner favorite. Brothers. Um, you know, for those of you who come up to Universal and Burbank and Hollywood, um, anybody with kids eight and up can actually take a Warner Brothers studio tour. And we've talked about it on the show. Um, well, we just got a mailing to all the neighborhoods um, saying, Script to Screen brings Hollywood to Burbank. And Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood has just unveiled a brand new experience for our visitors with Stage 48, Script to Screen, an innovative addition to the studio's popular tour of its iconic Burbank lot. This tour brings a completely new dimension to the studio tour by taking our guests even further behind the scenes of the production world, says Donnie, Danny Kahn, executive director of Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood. We want our visitors to enjoy an insider's view of Hollywood in a fun, interactive way, right on the lot where so many of their favorite movies and television shows were created. Stage 48 offers guests the unique opportunity to explore the full film and television production process with each component represented step by step throughout the purpose built soundstage. Among Stage 48's various interactive elements exclusive to the studio tour is the opportunity for guests to reenact a scene from Friends right on the iconic <laughs> Central Perk set. Nice. Visitors huh. will also be able to design their own Batmobiles and movie costumes in one room or see what it's like to fly on Harry Potter's broomstick at the green screen photo opportunity in the other. In how, another. How you doing? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to do that. So this is a cool, cool new addition. And this studio tour is... I think one of the better ones. It's certainly one of the more active ones. I've taken it a number of times when my husband used to work for Warner Brothers. Um, and yeah, I'd say this is definitely worth the checkout. It sounds like it's not anything extra added on to the cost. I'm not sure if any, um, I, I unfortunately was at Disneyland all weekend, so I didn't do my homework because we got the thing as uh, we left on Friday. You know, we left for Disneyland. It came in the mail. Um, so I didn't get much time to look at it and explore the, the website. But um, go to www.warnerbrothersstudio.com, I believe is the address. And you can, uh, or Google Warner Brothers Studio Tour or Stage 48, and uh, you'll get more information. Excellent. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Tony. Okay, a randomly not chosen, a random uh, rapid fire, which is now not rapid because I was stumbling over my words. Del Mar is open, which is a racetrack, which is not for our audience, but maybe. But really the reason why I'm sharing it with you is that traffic on the five going south, if you plan on going to San Diego or north, if you were in San Diego and are coming to Disneyland, or you're going to Legoland, is atrocious when there are the races going on. So I just wanted to give people a heads up that it's something that you should think about when you're doing your your day six or if you're going down to San Diego or coming back up. And so it just started and it's going through Monday, September 7th. All Mondays are dark. So Monday might be a good day to choose to go to uh, lower Southern California. That's I just created that term. San Diego, <laughs> lower Southern California. Um, <laughs> but if you want to go to San Diego, uh, Mondays are dark. And the first sh uh, race, I said show, shows you what I know about horse racing. The first post is daily at 2 p.m. Except for Fridays, which is at 4. 
So just something to think about, especially on the weekends, because I've driven down there to see my dad and forgot. And on Saturdays, it will be atrocious, especially around race time, because a lot of people from L.A. and Orange County are driving down there, not only just for the same reason you guys are going down to San Diego, but then also the races. So I just wanted to make people aware of it so that they can plan accordingly and not get stuck in traffic because you wouldn't know any bit. Like you would have no idea. And every year I always forget. I go down there and go, why didn't I go earlier or why didn't I go later? So again, 2 p.m. is when the races start. I don't know when they end exactly because I don't know, but um, I'm guessing probably around five or six. Uh, but Mondays they're not they're not open. So just something to consider if you want to find out what the actual schedule is. Not because I'm encouraging gambling, just so you can plan your trip. <laughs> not just yeah, DMTC.com, and then it'll give you the information. But something to really consider when you're going to San Diego because it gets bad. Excellent, thank you, Tony. Um, one thing we forgot about in housekeeping that we were talking about using in rapid fire but didn't is the new lighted sipper cups. Did anybody see those? Um, I did. Okay, and? Uh, the, well, they're... Price, they're pricey for one thing. Yeah, they, they, they are. They're, they're, they're rather large. The um, Chernabog one, I think that's what it is. It's Chernabog, right? Yeah. He, that one's a pretty good size one. You know, it's clear plastic, and then there's a little light or something in it. The World of Color one is sort of weird. I, it's a yeah, cup with a big splash of water or something. Well, it, so... I'm sorry. They're not just lighted. They are glow with the show or made with ma- made with magic so they do respond oh. to the the magic wands and stuff like that but yeah. still how much are they $28 well $28 with a beverage and 25 without a beverage trying but what get, Michael started to say to get was my magic wand to work <laughs> there it is okay Yay. <laughs> oh it makes Ooh, noise sound effects Hey, I turned my ears a different color. <laughs> <laughs> the range is nice. wonderful. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, what funny. Michael started to say was that the the world of color one, the you can't get close to the cup really to drink the out of the straw, so it's <laughs> kind of awkward because of these waves right, coming right. out. Yeah. So, and then the Chernabog one is just kind of evil looking, but <laughs> and you sip out of his head. And you sip out of his head, that's right. Okay, that's just kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go grab my Olaf sipper and... Or you sip out of his head. Yeah, yeah. Sip out of his head. But, I don't know, do, do these glow with the show items, do you, do you see them really taking off at Disneyland? No. I, I don't see it, people really using them. Oh, have no. They, no, they're so much fun when you do have them, though. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. when, when I was there with Nancy and her girls, there was a, a couple next... I don't know if they were Nexus, but I was walking out of the park with them, and they had the, the wand, and they were just having so much fun changing people's ears, ear color, but, yeah, but you don't, I mean, you don't think about coming, when you're packing to go to the park, you don't think about, okay, I gotta take my ears, gotta take my wand, gotta take my, my... And then you gotta carry color. it all around with yeah, you, yeah, exactly. and... We're yeah, not I, that kind of a traveler. And I just don't see people, like a lot of people wearing them or using them. Or stuff like that in the park. I've taken our ears once. Oh, mine, the batteries died, like, almost immediately. I wasn't planning this, but I think I'm going to create a Facebook poll asking about Made With Magic. See what Your favorite Made With Magic yeah, item? Well, well, no, if, if... If you take it? Yeah, if you take it, if you like it. And I'll, I'll think of something, but... Something related I mean, to everybody likes the concept. Yeah. But... I mean, it just, it's never going to be what they visioned, like, I mean, it's just too expensive. If you bring the price down, Mm -hmm. maybe it might catch on more. Right. But with the prices up as high as they are for what they're offering, Mm -hmm. until the tech makes it reasonable, I I, I just don't see it. I like having the wand because it's easy to slip in your backpack and take with you. And also the other, um, the Mickey sword, I think it is, or the other... Thing that changes the colors but the mickey ears like nancy said it's just inconvenient for me to carry them into the park to put them on at nighttime and they're not comfortable enough for me to wear in the i'd rather wear a tiara but anyway. there are but there are people <laughs> yeah exactly but there are people who okay i'll spend 20 bucks i don't care mm-hmm. um 
I was uh, one of the reviews th- this week is the Wyndham, and I was sitting at in in the lobby at the bar, um, and there was a couple next to me, and they were t- they had been at the parks. It was it was not that late. It was eight o'clock. They and they were already done in the parks. They drove that morning from Fresno, got to the parks oh around two o'clock, or got to the hotel, bought a ticket from the Disney desk at the hotel went to the park for oh maybe 6 hours not even and they were already at the bar thinking about dinner and oh may maybe thinking about going back to the parks later for fireworks so there are people who will spend money just because they have money i don't know so, yeah hmm oh I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Oh, somebody wants to know who Chernobog is. If you've ever seen Fantasia in the night on Bald Mountain scene, um, there's this big mountain and then it suddenly comes alive with this big evil demon with these, um, with these, uh, oh my gosh, wings. And it's a really creepy, it's a really creepy scene. All the ghosts and ghouls come out. That's Chernobog. He's my favorite. He's my okay. favorite um, f- villain, actually. The best theme for a frozen drink. I have the. <laughs> I actually have the cl- the Walt Disney Classics collection of him. That was a special edition from one of the conventions years ago. No. See, they never make crap like that for D twenty three. Tom, did you mention where they're selling them? The Fantasmic Sippers and the World of Color Sippers. I don't know. I wasn't listening to myself. I saw them in Frontierland. They have them at, at the glow carts, the, the Golden Horseshoe, Stage Door Cafe, Ship to Shore Marketplace, Riverbell Terrace, French Market, Mint Julep Bar, Blue Bayou, Hungry Bear, Harper Galley, Aladdin's Oasis, World of Color are sold at the glow carts at DCA, Smoke Jumpers Grill, Mad Tea Party, Studio Catering Company, Cocina Cucamonga Mexican Grill. Pacific Wharf Cafe, Lucky Fortune Cook, well, all of those over there. So pretty much any place that sells food or drink. Yeah, Fillmore's, Cove Bar, Paradise <laughs> Garden, and Bayside Brews. Yeah. Cool. Can I, I won't be buying one. But you might want to spend the $10 for the brand new Carsland sippers, which oh, the, snuck by us. No, oh, no, we talked about those, the, the oil cans. The oil cans? The oil cans oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about them. Yeah. Maybe it was one of the weeks I was gone. Maybe. Well, <laughs> it, it was, probably was, was when I was back from. I was surprised that, to see him. That preview event. Yeah, they I was surprised cool. to see him. They're so cute. And there's three different colors, right? So you got to collect them all. Two. Oh, well, they only colors. had two. They only had two. Forty percent, um, forty percent, or forty weight and uh, sixty weight. Oh, okay, yeah. Kind of, or something kinda, like that. They have like different. Kind of like the popcorn buckets, where there's three different colors, and you got to collect them all, but you can't get them at the same popcorn. Oh card. my gosh, yeah. that's crazy. Right. Yeah. I have them all now. <laughs> Where do you put them? Oh, in my study, I have this in the ch- children's rooms. There's this silly shelf way up near the ceiling. It's like this dust catcher. I don't know what yeah. we were supposed to do with them. I have, and so in my study, I have my popcorn buckets along along it. So they're up we, there. Okay, we put shelves above the windows in the girls' rooms. So maybe you can do something like that too. All right, very cool. Good idea. Thank you all. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is also more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.